Happy Friday, and welcome to your Newsmax Daily for February 9th, 2024. National Pizza Day in the USA, just in time for the Super Bowl. And let's get right into the big story. I'm well-meaning, and I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president, and I put this country back on its feet. 81-year-old President Biden gave a rare address to the nation to defend himself against the findings of a special counsel investigation into his handling of classified documents, in which the prosecutor cleared the president of any charges, writing that he wouldn't take the case to a jury because they'd see Mr. Biden as a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory, including words like hazy, fuzzy, and with significant limitations. This is Greg Kelly. I have deja vu. Tonight feels like 1973, the Nixon administration, and when the country caught on, the whole country, especially the media, that this presidency will probably come to an end and not at the end of a four-year term. This report from the special counsel, Mr. Herr, is an apocalyptic takedown of Joe Biden and any shred of his integrity, ability, decency, judgment. It annihilates all of it, all of it. And Joe, who at one point so gleefully pointed his finger at Donald Trump, and he still does it in desperation, he's guilty of what he accused his enemy of all along. And government prosecutors are saying that. Government prosecutors who work for the government right now. It is amazing. Let's start with the report from Mr. Herr issued this afternoon. President Biden willfully retained and disclosed classified materials after his vice presidency when he was a private citizen. Let that sink in. That is a damning statement. That is a crime. That is a felony. Disclosed materials. And it's not just a label. There's evidence, real evidence. This is what real criminal justice looks like. Not all those crazy indictments we've been following of Donald Trump. This is the real deal. It's a takedown of Joe Biden but it's also a total stinging rebuke of Jack Smith and the horrendous politicization of the Justice Department. That's Greg Kelly, host of Greg Kelly Reports. And we get more from Rob Schmidt. We learned Biden kept classified information about an ongoing war in Afghanistan in his garage and at least three times read aloud classified information to his ghostwriter nearly verbatim. And it was recorded. Just for kicks, let's flash you back to last summer when the media went berserk over audio they alleged was Trump doing exactly that same thing. CNN obtained audio they believe was Trump sharing classified information about Mark Milley in Iran with a couple writers of a memoir. Take a look. These are bad, sick people. With Milley, uh, let me see that. I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack... Iran. Isn't it amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look. This was him. 
Now, the claim was never actually proven there, but the media said this was a dagger for former President Trump. It was the move that set Trump apart from the rest. Trump took classified information. Yeah, a lot of people took it, but he put the nation at risk so he could arrogantly show that information off. And they skewered the former president, as they always do. He knows it's wrong, and he acknowledged that on the on the tape that you all uh, uh, got, you know, he says, like, look, this is classified. It's secret. You know, I could have declassified when I was president, but I didn't. These statements when he says about I could have declassified it, but it's not. It's secret stuff. It's you know, it, he, he is suggesting that he knows that this is very sensitive material. Right. So it tends to go to that willful intent that's necessary to prove the case. That is so reprehensible. You know, even if it's false, like, that's not good. You don't go around saying, oh, I'm cool, as Trump did, because you've got a classified document that you stole. There's nowhere on thousands of hours of Nixon tapes where Nixon makes any comment as clear, as clearly illegal, and as clearly self-aware as this Trump tape. It was worse than Watergate when Trump did it. Well, now we find Joe Biden read classified information to the guy writing his book verbatim, and Robert Hur didn't care at all, because the point of all this classified document noise is Trump. The bar on what constitutes criminal and prosecutable is essentially whatever Trump did that maybe Biden didn't do. It was criminal to share classified information with random authors until they found out Joe Biden did that, too. So now the line you can't cross today is evidence tampering and obstruction. A politician can print out top-secret documents and mail them to Xi Jinping. He just can't obstruct the investigation into that act. That's the line. Because that's what Trump and his valet, Walt Nauta, are alleged to have done. The one thing they told us Joe Biden didn't do. Except it appears Joe Biden might have. Rob Schmidt is the host of Rob Schmidt Tonight, 7 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax. Donald Trump's attorney for his documents case, Christina Bob, spoke about the report and the president's address with Carl Higby. Uh, all right, Christina, I I'm sitting there thinking it's like, yes, he read one of the lines in the report, but not the others that, quite frankly, make the case for the 25th Amendment. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there were a lot of concerns about his ability to recall very simple basic facts that he should have been able to recall. Um, I, I think uh, that report actually is a more thorough investigation into his mental health than anything we have seen thus far. It also happens to be uh, outrageously egregious against the comparison of the indictment of Donald Trump. The indictment of Donald Trump is far less concerning than anything that came out in the report, yet the findings reached the exact opposite conclusion. In the speech yesterday, the president defended himself by saying it was a long interview and that he was preoccupied with the Israel-Hamas war. Simple truth is I sat for a five-hour interview over two days of events, going back 40 years. At the same time I was managing an international crisis, their task was to make a decision about whether to move forward with charges in this case. That's their decision to make. That's the council's decision to make. That's his job. And they decided not to move forward. For any extraneous commentary, they don't know what they're talking about. It has no place in this report. The bottom line is the matter is now closed. I'm going to continue what I've always focused on, my job of being president of the United States of America. 
All right, so he says for any extraneous commentary, they don't know what they're talking about, and it doesn't matter. And then following the speech, Biden was asked about the war in Gaza by reporters and mixed up the president of Mexico, Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, guy with four names, with the president of Egypt, El Sisi. Earlier this week, he mixed up French President Emmanuel Macron with Francois Mitterrand, who died in 1996, and claimed he had a long conversation with German Chancellor Kohl at the G7 meeting in 2021, except that Chancellor Kohl died in 2017. I think it was the Daily Caller that had an article entitled, President Biden is Seeing Dead People. Anyway, it's really not funny, right? It's sad. We've all dealt with elderly grandparents, parents, whatever. But this is the president of the United States of America, the leader of the free world. And this is former Trump campaign press secretary Hogan Gidley on this morning's edition of Wake Up America. So, Hogan, we've been saying for some time now, it's becoming clear, the president is suffering from some sort of cognitive decline. <clears throat> he's mixing up world leaders. He struggles with reading a teleprompter, with speaking in general. Really, he, he's, he's struggling with remembering current events as well. But this report, it's pretty damning, saying that his memory has, quote, significant limitations, among other things. So I think it brings up the question of if he's mentally fit to hold this office. And now we're hearing from GOP lawmakers saying that the 25th Amendment should be invoked. Do you see this happening? I don't know that that 25th Amendment invocation is going to happen or not. But listen, this is really, really painful to watch. Um, I have long said, regardless of political party, whoever the president of the United States is, you want them to emit strength. You want the world to see that he is he or her is they are in their full mental capacity to, to, to do the job. And there are so many problems here with this president. We've seen this rapid, steep decline. People who know him best, friends of mine here in Washington, D.C., say they're kind of embarrassed to even be around him at this point because when they see him, he's so frail. And that's a sad place. But it's also very dangerous because it invites so many problems, not just here at home domestically, but also internationally. You're seeing that as other leaders begin to test us. This report the DOJ basically said he was mentally incompetent to stand trial. Mm -hmm. So what was he going to do last night? Come out and say, no, no, I am mentally competent, so I should stand trial? Or, hey, I'm not mentally competent at all, so that means I should just be president. I mean, the whole thing is really bad look, not just for this country, but for this president and this White House. Mm -hmm. Serious problems and more questions today than answers. Yeah. Hogan Gidley on Wake Up America this morning with co-host Charla McBride. So today you're going to hear a lot more reaction to the president's speech and the special counsel's report on both ends of the report, right? The mental state of the president, his cognitive abilities, and the legal perspective of him not being charged with anything or cleared in any wrongdoing in comparison to the Trump document case. And you're also going to hear a lot today and tonight and probably on all the weekend talk shows about Tucker Carlson, well, some of the weekend talk shows, about Tucker Carlson's interview with Russian President Vladimir Putin, historic sit-down interview in Russia with Tucker. The financial support, 72 billion U.S. dollars, was provided. Germany ranks second, then other European countries come. Dozens of billions of U.S. dollars are going course, to Ukraine. Yeah. There's a huge influx of weapons. 
That's Vladimir Putin speaking through a translator. Essentially, the most of the interview from what we've seen so far is all about Ukraine, as you would imagine. And Putin is really uh, appealing to the United States to broker, you know, some kind of talks with President Zelensky of Ukraine and appealing to Zelensky to, you know, come to the table and sit down. Negotiating is something that Zelensky has said from the beginning he would not do. But anyway, you'll be hearing a lot about that. And as we head into Super Bowl weekend, Eric Bowling spoke with former Super Bowl champ and NFL Hall of Famer, quarterback Brett Favre, about the big game and a lot more. Brett, what do you think of this? This is a great matchup. Uh, Kansas City against the 49ers, Mr. Irrelevant. You know, all of a sudden he's in the big game. You got Mahomes who thinks he's going to be the next Tom Brady. What do you think of this game? I think it's a great matchup, and I think both teams are pretty evenly uh, matched player for player. But uh, I love Brock Purdy. I love what Kyle Shanahan's done and John Lynch. Uh, I love George Kittle. You know, I love Fred Warner. I love everything about him. And I love Andy Reid. You know, he coached me a long time ago, and we've been great friends ever since. and if I had to pick a team, I'm not saying I'm pulling for one or the other. I'm pulling for both. But you got, I, I think I have to go with the experience. And I guess that means Kansas City, especially getting two points. I was blown away when that number came out that Kansas City's getting points as, as the dog. As a lot of us jumped on it. I'll tell you what. Um, what do you think of this the Taylor Swift uh you know, is good or bad for the NFL. A lot of people are saying, keep her out. I'm not sure if Travis Kelsey wasn't having a hard time getting distracted with Taylor up in the skybox, but what do you think? Is she good or bad for the for the team and for the NFL? Well, I mean, they're in the Super Bowl. Uh, so whether or not she is the, the sole reason for that uh, is up for debate. But I would say from the NFL perspective, she's certainly been good. Uh, for the league, uh, not that they needed any help. But, uh, you know, I caught a lot of grief several weeks back because I uh, was asked the question, it, was she a distraction? I said, only if they lose. <laughs> right, right. And they, the I think they lost. They, they, they lost three or four in a row, right, Jerry? Like three or four in a row. And I was, he's dropping passes. He's looking up there, giving a little heart sign. I was like, get her, send her back to Tokyo. Where they, <laughs> anyway, that, that's just me. Brett Favre with Eric Bowling, as he said, the NFL and the Super Bowl especially don't really need any help. But 21% of the 1,500 and change people that were surveyed in a Seton Hall University sports poll said they will watch at least some of the game because of Taylor Swift. I don't know if that's funny, that's sad, that's incredible. 21% of 1,500-and-some-odd people said they'll watch the game because of Taylor Swift. Here's more of Eric and Brett Favre's conversation. Biden is not going to use the halftime opportunity to talk to the American people. Trump did, all presidents usually do. Biden's not going to do. What do you think of that? I'm not surprised. Uh, You know, I don't want to dive into it too deeply, give you my exact thoughts, but uh, I'm I'm just not surprised. even though I get surprised by a lot of things that's going on in this country right now, um, uh, you know, it's, it may be best uh, that 
I, I don't say what I really mean. <laughs> okay, I got you. I got you. Sometimes you and I get in trouble when we say what we really mean. You know what I'm talking about? Um, you're, you're, you're a Trump. I know you golf with Trump. He's, he's a you know, friend of yours. So you think it's his turn? What do you think? Well, I thought it was his turn last time. Uh, I mean, I do I agree with everything he do, says and does? No, but you can say that about friends, family, and, and anybody. But I think our country was, was run about as good as you could do it when he was a president. So, um, again, again, you don't have to like everything about him, but the state of our country is in turmoil. I, 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 maybe that's a poor word. Maybe it's worse than turmoil. But uh, I, I think Donald is, is, is our best shot at turning this around. Cleaning it up. Hey, Brett, you're, doing, you're, you're partnering with another group here, um, some, doing some really good things, chefs, and they're, you're, they're creating some money for veterans. Tell us about it real quick. Chef for Vets. I, I made some notes here. Runs from February 1st to February 14th, so you got a little bit of time left to make a purchase at heritagegear.com. Um, it's wonderful bags. All proceeds go to feed the veterans. Just one purchase will feed a veteran for a month. And, you know, we love our veterans, and we love our military, and we love our law enforcement, but this is certainly a great cause. Hall of Fame QB Brett Favre on the balance with Eric Bowling. Buy a bag, feed a vet for a month. Duffel bags, gym bags, other stuff with team logos at American Flags. Heritagegear.com. I guess it's okay for me to give them a plug. Heritagegear.com. Check it out. And Brett also mentioned police officers. We love and support our police officers, right? Another police officer lost his life in the line of duty last night. Blunt County, Tennessee Sheriff James Barong identified the deputy as Greg McCowan. Please keep uh, his family, the lady, the young lady that was shot in the leg, her family, her and her family, and the Blunt County Sheriff's Office employees in your prayers. Absolutely keep his family in your thoughts and prayers today and all weekend long while you're having fun. The sheriff said McCowan was killed. Another deputy was injured during a routine traffic stop last night. And this should be getting more coverage. Four astronauts returned to Earth this morning from the International Space Station, including one astronaut from Italy and one from Turkey with NASA astronauts. This was a SpaceX mission, the capsule that left the space station yesterday. You may have seen some of that. It splashed down in the Atlantic Ocean, old school style. The capsule coming down with the parachutes. It's awesome, right? Splashed down around 830 this morning off the coast of Daytona Beach, Florida, which is about 40 miles away from my home here in Orlando. And there was a huge sonic boom. It was it's just so cool. All right, back at the open, I mentioned today is National Pizza Day. Huge day in America, right? The American Pizza Community Organization, yes, there's such a thing, estimates that more than 13 million pizzas will be sold in the United States on Sunday. 
I would, I would think that estimate's even low, but more than 13 million pizzas will be sold on Sunday. I forget how many millions of pounds of wings will also be sold. And the National Retail Federation predicts Americans to spend a little more than $17 billion on the Super Bowl, mainly on food, beverage, and decorations. That breaks down to about $86 per household, and a lot more than that if you're drinking any good bourbon or tequila, right? All right, be sure to keep up with all the news all weekend long on Newsmax, available on most major cable systems, starting off with Wake Up America Weekend Edition, Saturday and Sundays. Also, Saturday and Sunday Report, American Agenda, Common Sense with Wendy Bell, the Gorka Reality Check, and much more. And make sure you're signed up for Newsmax Plus. Simply go to NewsmaxPlus.com. I'm Tony Marino. Thank you for listening to the Newsmax Daily. Continue to share it with your friends and family. Have a fantastic weekend. Keep on fighting the good fight and go Niners! News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.